You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. OMG, I just saw a vagina. OMG, yes, you did. OMGS.com is our sponsor for today. A group of researchers at the IU School of Medicine studied 19,000 women to see what would enhance their pleasure. And over a, a wide age span of 18 to 95 years old. And then they created this website based around all their findings that give you tutorials, videos, videos, animation to help incorporate those techniques. Yeah, this is very explicit. You can actually see a person stimulating themselves. You got all turned on by this. I did. I, this is amazing that you can actually see techniques on shallowing. I never even heard of some of these terms, and I thought I heard a lot. Get these techniques. All you got to do is go to omgyes.com slash mom. You get $5 off when you use our code there. So omgyes.com slash mom. Enhance your pleasure, people. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Camp Hoder. And I'm falling asleep. What? What kind of intro I'm trying to improve these intros. You know what I just found out? I'm trying to mix it up so it doesn't sound like a recording every goddamn time. I just found out. What? The city of Chicago is listed is number five in the top 50 sexiest accents. Who gives a flying fuck? Apparently, you've changed your accent. So I'm trying to explain that my accent is sexy. Okay, Chicago mom. sexy. Okay, can we start the show? Okay. Okay, this is Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, a Chicago accented. Millennial. <laughs> My son. The oldest living millennial out there. Is a transplant to LA. So he's not, he doesn't have a sexy accent anymore. He's a, Thank you. He's a comic. That's not he's true. Mind- Literally everyone I meet tells me that I speak in a fucked up way. Well, do you have a uh, number five sexy accent of the entire country? Thank you. You know, there's someone on The Bachelorette I heard has a Chicago accent. Still not as thick as mine, but you know. Well, anyway, he's got he's got a chance with the Bachelorette. Yeah, well, you got the Mike Ditka accent. Yeah, all right, can we can get on with the show? What is this about? Today's show is going to be a great one. Sometimes you look at me when we're recording this, and it's like your eyes are like glossed over, That's as if I, you're so bored, like you no, couldn't you couldn't waste boring. your time in I'm a more to, impressive way. I'm trying to focus. 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 Okay. You know why? That's funny. Yeah, we do. All right. It's an inside joke. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, all you have to do is go to our uh, 200th episode uh, <laughs> YouTube video recording. We can't even get through the fucking intro. Let's intro. start the whole game over. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother's a sex expert, cougar, the world's oldest living millennial. You guys might know her from the show, the Karen Lee Love Show. Yes. And guess what? I just got 50,000 followers. Please, can we followers. just start the podcast? 50,000 followers on Karen Lee Love on Instagram. Who How do you like that? gives a fuck? I no do. No one cares. Okay. Anyway. No one cares. 50,000 thirst traps is what that is. <laughs> I, I, maybe that's what I should name my new book. 
Oh, 50, my God. thirst traps. All right. Okay, so my son, he's a comic. We already know we it. We all know Don't that. We know this. He's Let's a mime. Just, okay, we talk about sex. We're trying to open up the conversation what parents and children can usually talk about. We think that you need to live in a shame-free society, and so by talking about it, you can live there. Okay. You sound like so, like, Because we got it. We got it. It's enough. What if this is someone's first time hearing this podcast, and here's how annoyed and bored you are with your job with what you pay my passion yes this is your job this is not my job what is this your hobby this is i don't know what the fuck this is (laughs) i think a hobby is something that's supposed to bring you immense joy in your life and you're saying that this podcast does not bring you joy does it sound like i'm in a joyous mood right now i think you've been in a kind of a like a little cranky mood all day actually how about for the past 10 years why have you been cranky for 10 years i think ever since i graduated college i would become a cranky old man do you remember the one summer that you decided you were like in high school and you're like you know what i think this summer i'm just gonna take the summer off i'm just gonna read and hang out with my friends and basically take it easy because i work so hard during the year i go uh, 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 uh. that it does not fly in the Potter household i was pretty impressed by your boldness there yeah no you are going to get a job like every other human being and work yeah you are not happy with it why are you bringing that up now because that reminds me of what you just said about graduating and then you know, college. Of course, you, you are upset yeah, about life. graduating college because you ended up going from total fun and learning and and hanging out and partying to having to get a freaking job that was not exactly what your line of interest was. I'm joking. I'm not that cranky. I, I actually very much enjoy this job. I, and actually, I've been seeing recently myself being very grateful that I get to do these Hey, we get to spend time together. We get to do these interviews. Can we just start the podcast? Welcome to the show. Okay. So this is the Monday morning <laughs> after show where we get to talk directly to you, our wonderful listeners. We get to answer your questions, your comments. And your, even your texts. Your dick pics. Dick, don't start with that again. I can't stand I just it. don't understand why we are sent videos of people masturbating. Again. And in, in I don't know what these guys are thinking. They're not good at masturbating. You think at this point, if you're going to videotape it, at least do it when you're fully erect, when you when it's... <laughs> Why does that one video bother you so much? He's wearing a cock ring. He's what? not fully oh, erect. Oh, I didn't see the cock ring. I, I got into detail. And, and he's wiggling it back and forth. like, <laughs> And it's just not... It's, it cannot be pleasurable. I just okay. keep looking you at went this into this I, in I respond, I, I'm responding to this guy. I'm saying, I, I, I really would like to give you some tips on, on pleasuring yourself because this is not good. Okay. Mr. Masturbator. Yeah. Why don't you I, give honestly, us tips me, on masturbating? I masturbate twice a year <laughs> and I still know what's more comfortable than get... <laughs> it's like a doorknob, like that thing, that thing when... You, or yeah, like the, the door, the, the door. bumper when you fucking yeah. you hit the thing. That's, that's, that's what it looks like. It, that's probably what it sounds Except like. Except it's not even as stiff because it's like flopping everywhere. It was just nasty. And why did you have to show it to me again right before we I started the podcast? I don't understand shit. why I need to look at this. I have to. I have enough on the fifty thousand thirst trapping pictures that I put on on Instagram. I don't need to see yours too. It's not mine. Trust me. If it's mine, it would look at least <laughs> it, like someone was enjoying it. All right. It. I already saw that. Send They're my mother Willie shit. All right. All right. Okay, so this is the Monday Morning After Show. On Thursdays, we talk with wonderful interviews, interviewees, guests, and... Uh, comedians, comedians, porn stars. If you want to partake sexologists. in this episode, if eventually we stop talking, uh, you will start playing your texts, your voicemails. You can hit us up at yes, text mom. Yes. So do you have any like, 
little recaps that from the weekend. We're, Mom, we're so not ready for this. We, okay. I don't understand. We do. We we have a whole plan. It's literally on a document in front of you right now. I'm, I'm Did at, we hit any of those points? No, we have not. Okay, so can we hit some of those before we yes, jump we into? Yes, we can. Okay, let's start with Patreon. Thank you. Go for it. Patreon is a way you can support us and become a member of our Patreon family. There's special bonus content on a Patreon-only feed called Sex Talk with My Patrons. Look at that. Are you impressed? I'm blown away. I, I And this is before we get into the mushrooms, which I'll be taking for my memory loss. And Not psychedelic. Don't worry. But... If we get to 50,000 patrons, and I believe we're at like 34 right now. Did you say 50,000 patrons? No, 50 patrons. Okay, okay. you need the mushrooms already. <laughs> if we get to 50 patrons, we are going to, you want to explain? Take marijuana blueberries. Yes, and do a podcast episode while we're under the influence of those. And yes. it's legal in Los Angeles in case you guys were. were Thank you, Skylar, for becoming a patron. Just to, just to witness that. And also sending us a very beautiful and kind-hearted text message and email uh, saying that uh, you would date me. All right, we'll get into all the, the, the thirst trapping, I, it, DMing things that are going on in your, your life in a minute. Well, I just think that was a very sweet We thing. have some really funny stuff coming up, guys. All right, so that's the Patreon, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. The link is on our website and everywhere else, so just, just find us. Go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. Support us in any way. We're very grateful, and it always helps to get some extra uh, cash so that Cam can eat. And also produces podcasts. That's also very yes. good. Then All we right. also have an iTunes review that Cam is going to read to us right now. Are you stalling for my... What the fuck? We just got one that's three stars. In The subject line is sex. It says three stars by Hartwell. And then it just says sex. And they only gave three stars? That's a shit review. Shit review. Was this helpful? No. I'm going, no, that wasn't helpful. <laughs> fuck you, Hartwell. <laughs> Three stars? Why bother re- leaving a review? All right. Maybe he's not getting enough sex. He's cranky. Maybe he's the guy who was actually, actually whacking off. Quite honestly, I think it still helps us, even if you leave us a three-star review. What? Yeah, it does. Just more reviews, the better. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't give a shit. All right. All right. And, and this one says, uh, this is a... Do you know that every st- time I get into an Uber and I tell them what I do... By the end of the Uber ride, they're always like, oh, my God, I can't wait to listen to your podcast. And I'm like, yes, and don't forget to leave a review. Yeah. Do you do that as well? No. <laughs> I even met someone. Someone noticed me last night at a coffee shop. You were shop. noticed? I, they, they recognized me from the podcast. I love that. And she's like, I, I, I'm a sex educator, aspiring sex oh, educator, wow. and I listen to your podcast. I still didn't even ask her for a writing interview. You should have. I should have, 100%. Okay, well. Molly, if you're listening... Nice to meet you. Please leave us a rating and review. Anyway, all right. It helps. Listening. It helps us get cool guests on the show. It helps us with search engine optimization. It's awesome. Unless, you want me to read another one that's actually good? Yes. This one says makes my commute much better. Five stars by Xanobox. I commute four hours a day, and since I found your podcast, the drive drives have gotten much better. Wow. Keep up the great work, and thanks for the entertainment and education. Thank you very much, Xanobox. Yeah, that's a long ass commute too. <laughs> four hours. What do you think Xanabox, Xanabox means? I don't know, but Xanabox, please text us and let us know Xana, what that means. Like Xanax we do appreciate. Box? I don't Xanax. know. Maybe he's zany in a oh, box. Oh, zany? Zany in a box. Well, or maybe it's his last name. And he four know. hours a day in a, com- a day commuting. Would drive is, me to be zany. Yeah, I'm glad that you have something to listen to. 
I, I'm glad that he picked us. I would like to know from, yes, please just text mamas how you guys found us. I'd love to hear how you guys found And a lot of you just are looking for sex. That's not part of the list, mom. Okay. This, I, one, one thing I wanted to ask our listeners is to please share this episode and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe. It helps a lot. Subscribe helps. And, Why and does it help? Because then you don't miss these great episodes. And, and one last thing. Now that we're 10 minutes into the fucking goddamn episode. Uh, what is this a whole commercial? Is this what our podcast has become? It's just a commercial for our podcast? Excuse me. What? You're the one who goes off track by starting with your whiny behavior. Oh. <laughs> We were going fine right, until you got thing, very The last cranky. thing before we get into the show, it's the live show. We oh, have a yeah. live show coming up with Sid Wilder. If you, she is honestly the wildest woman I, I, in my life. She honestly the wildest woman in my she life. She has been on the podcast. We've been on her podcast called Girls Interrupt. How do you say? Girl Interrupted. Yeah, they that too. Haven't tried the mushrooms yet. June 10th at 7:30 p.m. in the Improv Lab in Hollywood. We'll be back. And we're going to be having a lot of fun. So if you guys want to plan a trip to LA to see us, this is the time to do it. Yeah, we can hang out afterwards at the at the at the bar next door. June 10th, 7:30 p.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. All right, it's time to begin the real show. Okay? What do you mean the real show? I should just give any information that's not a commercial. Okay. I want to talk. We're Excuse gonna do a, me. What? Why were you so intent on bringing up the whole guy whacking off again? We already talked about it a couple weeks ago. You're bringing it up again. Okay. Let's go on. So let's talk about other issues. Besides we're going to do a quick life update. Life updates. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Go for it. Where did I leave off last time? Uh, on your life? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All right. Here's. Okay. I had an interesting Saturday. I don't even want to share this information. What the fuck would you okay, bring this up? Okay, all right. Uh, because I didn't want to share this information. Whatever. I, uh, it's your life. Live uh, it. I want to. Okay, so I DM someone, and um, this was someone I was very interested in. I may or may not have talked about her on a previous podcast episode. I might may or may not have fallen in love with her on mushrooms. Anyway, <laughs> I DM'd her because I didn't have her phone number. You are mushrooms. At the she, time that you met her. She, yeah, she was not, um, this is a whole mushroom episode, isn't it? She, she was not these very are the responsive. Magical mushrooms. So these are not the kind that you're suggesting my dad take. Correct. She was not very responsive to, uh, my DMs. Uh, I thought it was a no go for sure. Right. And I was the one who kept saying, maybe she is not one of these people attached to her phone. Yeah. Well, or, or it turns maybe out she, you know, had some personal emergency. And I think that was, it was more of the latter, actually. So she had a personal emergency. Or she, honestly, she might have just not. <laughs> she wasn't that into you. I don't know what the fuck happened. But anyway, she was supposed to have uh, a class. She ended up ditching the class to join me. Oh. I was taking care of, I was like a zookeeper this weekend. <laughs> I took care of your dog because you were out of town at a wedding. I took care of my sister's cat, which, by the way, I can't stand cats. <laughs> Uh, in particular, that one. No, no, I like I love that one. If you're listening, if any of that family member, any of that family is <laughs> listening, I love the cat. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love the cat. Why don't you I just, just call am her allergic. by her name? Her I'm name allergic is to the cats. I'm allergic to cats, especially Oreo, for some reason. See, I think people that love cats who aren't allergic do not understand people that don't like cats who are allergic. They just don't get that. But if every it's time hard you to like in contact cats. with It's something. really yeah. hard to like cats when you're fucking sneeze. It literally makes my the back of my throat swell up like a, like a, like a fucking lava. 
Like you have lava coming out of your throat, like yes, a dragon type like of thing? a dragon. All right, so go on. Anyway, so so uh, part of the weekend I was taking care of little Gus Gus, who is your dog. I, I thought, oh, this is this is the ticket. I invite this girl. He is a babe magnet. Mushroom girl. I say, hey, mushroom girl, do you want to uh, go with me to this park with the dogs? No response for a while. And then... Mushroom girl responded. Not only am I coming, I'm bringing my own dog that I'm pet sitting. We end up having a little double dog date it was a fate date a fate date fate date that had a great both, time that you both have happened to be dog sitting at the same weekend yeah, you yeah. never dog sit. yeah yeah and, and so i had a good experience i had a good experience i i uh, i do this thing though i i just build up the such a fantasy in my mind and not that if you're listening date person <laughs> you mushroom girl I, it's not that I, it's just that i you know obviously we don't know each other well but i very much enjoyed our time together it's just you know this is going to be a getting to know you process you know what i think getting to know you getting to know all about you all right getting to like you okay so that sounds like that was fun. That was a fun time. Good. I'll tell you. And then, so then and later, I like the idea that it wasn't like a formal date. We have to spend a ton oh, of I money. Oh, I love you. have the distraction of the little dog over here that you can just. Seriously. Yeah. I, I think the dog is a, a, the glue that binds me and Dee's together. Yeah. You know, you notice that we always get along very well when we're sitting, You're doing sitting something. around with the dog. I, I hate first dates where you're just sitting in a bar and it's just you and the other person talking. Because inevitably, you're just thinking about the, what the other person is saying, what you're saying. You get in your head. It's this looping bullshit cycle, and there's nothing going on. There's no action happening. So you like a date that where you do things. Like Double dog date. Best date I've ever been on, I think. Oh, my God. I, just like in terms of like, you know, you know, it was just like a great activity. Yeah. Well, yeah. anytime you want to borrow Gus Gus, feel free. I think I might always do a double dog date. From now on, you're going to be like... Gus, Gus is getting, going blind and it right, barely so function. Speaking, speaking of Gus going blind. All right. So I was out uh, walking Gus with these. Jesus is her boyfriend for anyone listening yeah. for the first time. We had smoked a little weed and we went to take... It sounds like such a drug addict family. <laughs> well, we weren't doing mushrooms. We were smoking weed. And by the way... It's legal here. I know. The mushrooms I, I did I, I were non-psychedelic. <clears throat> oh, okay. They were non-psychedelic. Wink, wink. Wait, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Wait, I think... <laughs> what is that? A sneeze laugh? What is that? It's a sneeze I'm laugh. sneezing on the truth. And you sneezed all over the microphone. Okay. You on the microphone, I'm sorry. too. I'm trying, to ex- I'm, not, I'm trying to express what actually happened. All right. I'm not so, using a microphone ever again. I get, I get a, uh, I see it's on Facebook, one microphone. of my friends says her dog died suddenly. Okay. She, and what happened was, well, the dog drowned. Okay. But it, the reason the dog drowned is because it went blind. And well, it, aren't you forgetting a critical detail? Oh, this is, this is Gus's brother. <laughs> Yeah, Gus's litter mate. So this girl and I, Lori, is the owner of this oh, okay. dog. Giving away all the family secrets. She has a dog who who happens to be the brother of Gus, and she wrote on Facebook that the dog had passed away, and I was very upset. So I texted her. I said, "What's going on? What happened with the dog?" And she said that the dog um, actually had gone through this sards. It's a it's a degenerative sudden uh, blindness in both eyes. And Gus also had the same kind of issue with his eye. I also eye. have that same issue. You do not have an issue that you're degenerative issue with your eye. One hundred percent, I have a degenerative issue. Oh, for issue crying with my out eyes. loud! Okay, I can gonna... barely see these days. All right, you know what? God forbid. 
God forbid it. All right, this is not the same thing as your dog literally going blind. Well, one, he's got a cloudy overnight. Mar- marble eye. Yeah, well, Gus has one eye that we've already spent a considerable amount of time and energy and money on trying to fix, which obviously... You spent more on that dog's eyes than you have on my eyes my entire life. This is true, thank God. No, I wish you would spend the all fucking right, money on right. my is, eyes. Why does it always come back to you and your eyes? Because it's boring to just talk about the dog, the blind all dead right, dog. So here's what happened. <laughs> It's so mean. Okay, well, keep going. We need a point to the story. All right, so it really has nothing to do with that. What happened is that I get in the elevator and I'm high as a kite and I got my dog and I see a woman come in and she's got two of the same breed, a Maltese, okay? And I have a Malty poo. And I said, oh my God, those are, how old are they? She's like 11 and 13. I go, so is mine. I go, oh my God, my friend's dog had the, it was also a Malty poo. And guess what happened? He died. He died of sudden blindness. She goes, sudden blindness? I go, <laughs> I go, I go well, wait a second. It wasn't exactly sudden blindness. The dog fell in a pool and then drowned because it was blind. And then the door was closing on me. And I was just trying. I couldn't get the words out. I, it's out of a movie where I, the, it was door, out of the a elevator movie. doors are closing and you're saying sudden blindness. Yes. They died of sudden blindness? It's, in the it's wo- like the person just realized that they have like five more minutes to live the, before the, both, they die. Both her dogs are going to die. Yeah. It was so dramatic. I, and her eyes were so wide, like, like when your eyes in our logo, your eyes are really, really wide, this poor woman. And we get we get up to the dog run and Dee's and I start, Dee's goes, do you think that you could have told that story a li- like a little less dramatically? This poor woman is now scared her dogs are both going to die of sudden blindness, which is not what happened at all. Oh, my God. And we could not stop laughing. It was like the best laughing attack I've had. It, it hurt so My stomach hurt me so much. That I could not, I could not oh stop laughing. Oh my god! Sudden uh, blindness. Sudden blindness. Speaking of doctors, I I don't know why my physician decided to <laughs> schedule a follow up visit. I, he has not looked at my records can you, yet. Can you like summarize very quickly, much quicker than my dog story? What happened when, when you went for get your your physical? Because I went people to the physical. people know about this. I got this. the physical exam. Which people that don't know when people that's the first time listening have to know that cam has a lot of anxiety around health he, which, this, which he inherited from me this guy this this doctor is a new doctor i and he spent and you an were in hour love with, with this guy he spent an hour with me listening to all my ailments and i was you, thrilled you, thrilled i walk out the guy gave me a reference to a, an optima, a, a, a ophthalmologist <laughs> a, a physical therapist a psychiatrist he gave, he gave me uh he gave me blood work and Ten the tubes. phlebotomist said she's never seen anyone come in requesting <laughs> this much blood because he wanted so, to cover his ass okay but okay, we already so, went through no, this no, but guess what so i get the blood work back i have to request the blood work first of all. So, so, so wait so let me just say leaving that day i was over the moon as you could tell from that episode don't ask me the number so i go i, I was thrilled news that new doctor in town i finally feel taken care of guess what this this guy bless his soul doesn't get back to me at all with regard Why to the blood work. Why are you saying bless his soul? Because he's a sweet guy because he's a doctor. But okay. still, he doesn't get back to me with the blood work. He requests 10 vials of blood <laughs> and doesn't tell me what the fuck is in the blood. <laughs> I request the lab work from one of his assistants. I have to I have to interpret the blood work. <laughs> I like when you call him. You go, you go, what are the numbers? And she goes, well, your white blood cells are low. Your cholesterol, your your uh, vitamin D is low. And she I, wants all these I, so low I go, things. I go white blood cells. That's that, that's that, what, what you, you, low white blood cells. That's exactly, That's cancer. 
right there, which is big my big concern. And and I say, well, what you is need to hear? What Whoa. is what? What is what is the the count? She says it's three point seven, and I go, oh no, what's the normal range? She goes three point eight to ten. <laughs> I, what well, is on the low side? I'm point one away. You're I'm, you're telling me I'm on death's door over here. You couldn't give me a little disclaimer that I'm within a ten percent discrepancy. What the fuck is that? All right. Anyway, then I find out. This guy, does, of the 10 vials, he doesn't think, oh, maybe I'll just include, this is a 30-year-old male I'm treating who says he's sexually active, not that sexually active, but still sexually active. <laughs> Did you go into detail about what type of sex you were having? I should have, because this guy only requested one STD test <laughs> for HIV. And I need the full panel. Even though you had the full panel twice. I have had blowjobs since. Okay. And blowjobs, as we've learned, by the way, why does my anus itch? Okay, I don't TMI. know. I don't know what happened, TMI. but the jock itch, the jock itch moved to the asshole. Okay, and now I'm thinking about. So I'm going to meet with this guy on Wednesday. I go, <laughs> what am I going to? I'm going to say, I don't. Can you? I can't see back there. Can you look in my asshole? <laughs> oh. I'm going to spread my cheeks. Will you? Will you just tell me if you see that? I don't even know where to p- apply the ointment. And all the doctors he recommended to you, did he recommend a psychiatrist? No. Okay, maybe he needs to. He should have. I need an asshole ointment. Okay. And I need someone to apply my ointment. I think I'm going to have to ask Mushroom Girl to apply the <laughs> asshole ointment. <laughs> I need someone. I'm, I'm going on Hinge. I'm going to change all of my dating profiles to n- looking for someone to apply asshole ointment. You're, you're going to need, what are those called? Those are called. Um, someone to apply ointment to my asshole. No, a gastroenterologist would be great. Would love. <laughs> if you're out there. I don't. I can't see what's back there. Just, I don't know okay. if it's in my head. You or, don't. Or, it might be see. hemorrhoids. Is actually what yes, it might be. Yes, of course it's hemorrhoids. You probably. Of course it's hemorrhoids. Yes. So you think I should treat it with preparation H? Maybe. Or, or is it jockage in my asshole? Okay, I don't want to know. Let's move on. OMG, I want to tell you about our sponsor, <laughs> OMGYes.com. It's a website all about women's sexual pleasure. There are a lot of myths out there as to what will actually enhance women's pleasure. You and know, if, like the the jackhammer, well, what men, the dirty Sanchez. Okay, basically men don't know how to give women pleasure. And sometimes women don't even know how to give women pleasure or themselves pleasure. This website, though, has over 62 videos on how to give women pleasure in different techniques. And these videos come from researchers who studied over 19,000 women. You know in porn where you can't really see what the guy's doing when he's going down on a woman? These are women who have allowed this company to videotape them masturbating so you can see the inner workings of the vagina of how they actually do it. So they also did research on the effects of this website, OMGS, and they found that 95% of women experienced pleasure in a way that felt new physically after just a month of using OMGS. I, I can't wait to try this. I'm not kidding you. I have already tried it, and it's enhanced my freaking pleasure. What it's for t- men, women, <laughs> and couples, anyone who's involved with a vulva. So it's taught you how to give a woman pleasure. Yes. Uh, things I w- never knew before. 100%. To get $5 off and to support our show, go to omgs.com slash mom that's omgs.com slash mom you get five dollars off and you will learn some sick sick tips money well spent even if you think your sex life is the best you can always learn more okay all right our family is a family of doctors you have to understand this people we my my father's an internist he's 90 years old he's dying of pancreatic cancer my brother (laughs) 
is an anesthesiologist, which my father tells to everybody. And and his his brother was a doctor. That my everybody in the family are doctors. I'm a doctor. I know I was a doctor in a prior life, and I'm not a, currently a doctor right now. You know, you doctor of love. It's amazing every time you talk to anyone who thinks they have paranormal abilities. You ask them if they can see what you do in prior lives, and some of them say yes, some of them say no. And you go, "Well, I know what I was doing in my prior life. Can you tell me?" And they're like, "No." And you're like, "Well, I was a shaman." And they're like, "Okay, that that's garbage." They never said it's garbage. No one has no corroborated one, that one. Yeah, but no one can not corroborate it either. <laughs> okay, I know I was a shaman. I know these things. I diagnosed you with a staph infection on your ankle when you three were three days later, when my fucking leg was the size of a blimp. Better late than never. It was bright purple. I could have told you that with my fucking eyes closed. I had an infection. My lymph okay. nodes was the size of a goddamn <laughs> meteor. All right. So anyway, I decide to take it. I mean, I'm going to take it a step further. My father is no longer able to get chemo because chemo was ineffective. We're trying to figure out what can cure him. You came up with some turkey tails, turkey mushrooms. tail mushrooms. Yeah. So I start researching mushrooms. Mushrooms are supposed to be phenomenal for curing, not psychedelic ones, but other mushrooms are supposed to be phenomenal for helping your immune system. Yes. And so uh, we're going to get into what happened with the mushrooms in a minute, but I just wanted you to know that in the meantime, for his for psychological benefits, since he's very depressed about all these things, I decided that I am going to um, risk... <laughs> risk getting arrested. This is a felony, by the way. By sending him some weed oil and a pen to his home so that he can take this medication. And hopefully it will help with depression and, and his pain and everything else because it's a very advanced stage of cancer. My brother <laughs> steps on it and breaks it. I love that. Oh, my God. So what? So now I had to send more to my, my, my father. So I went to a store and I told him what the what he needed and everything. And uh, so I, I sent it over to him and uh, he doesn't even tell me that he got it. He, well, he kind of did on the phone. He just said, oh, I got something from an, uh, an, an address. He, in, he starts uh, reading in your address. No, it was a fictitious address because I don't want anybody to find out it's my address. Okay. Anyway, so he doesn't even thank me for it, but we will be using it when I come in town. Me... My mother for her Parkinson's. Yeah, now everyone can be cured by this. Everybody's going to be cured. It's amazing when the doctors render him done. We we come in with all the remaining. We are, we're coming with the Eastern medicine. That's exactly right. So Cam comes up with some other Eastern medicine. Well, I love these mushrooms. So you know they're Matt, supposed to now really you're help. You're confusing the audience. They're not. No, it's it's like a combination of lion's mane, chaga, reishi. It's seventeen different mushrooms in these one little i actually take a daily one called stamets seven anyway, you don't know what the hell you're taking i'm trying to get free fucking mushrooms is what i'm trying to do from from but again these Paul are stamets. not these are not the kind that you took at the concert when you decided to. no 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 this okay. is this is just an immune because i had the low white blood cell count i think that the mushrooms are going to help me oh so i got so okay so there's this guy named paul stamets for those who don't know he's an incredible mycologist which means he's a mushroom expert he made this... Uh, How did you even know the name mycologist? Because I study this shit now. And he made this company called Host Defense where he grows and, and makes these mus mushroom uh, concoctions and capsules and they're phenomenal. Well, I've heard good things when I've listened to other podcasts like Joe Rogan talked about it. So and, Paul Stamets yeah. is, is this legendary guy that's been on Joe Rogan and all these other major podcasts. And so 
all I'm trying to do is get some free mushrooms. But I email <laughs> the company, Host Defense, and I say, listen, I'm, I've been buying the, mush- the mushrooms for me, my, my dying grandfather. You want to create this partnership between us. By the way, I'm going to get some of those mushrooms because I know my, my mother's taking it. functioning. Yes. So, so I'm trying to get some free mushrooms. I email them. They respond. And I guess I'm not sure if they didn't just they just didn't read the email or they misinterpreted it, but they respond saying, oh, thank you for, for inviting Paul onto your podcast. What? Thank you for inviting Paul on Did your you podcast. We forwarded this to his PR team. We'll let you know if he's interested in coming on. Paul is coming on ours? I don't know, but I just was trying to get mushrooms, and now I got the mushroom expert who thinks... And then I, I was about to correct them and say, no, we're actually not interested. But then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm definitely talking to Paul Stamets about sex and mushrooms. Sex and mushrooms? Oh, I mean, a sex th- talk with my mom. Oh, I thought you were talking about health and mushrooms. I'm talking about sex and mushrooms, health and mushrooms. Hopefully, Paul Stamets is going to come on the show. But it, this is if a you know if he comes on the show, you're going to have, ask him so many questions. It's He's supposedly be so- supposed to help with fungal infections. And, oh, my God. You're going to start talking about by, your asshole to him? Yes. No. Thank you. Also, oh it's supposed God. to help with herpes, apparently. You don't have herpes. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my asshole right now. Why do you think it's But if I need herpes? to put a mushroom in there, I need, can... You're putting a mushroom in your asshole? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to start taking these mushroom capsules. <laughs> Sticking my a suppository. Suppository mushrooms. So Speaking I'll, of I'll that. I'll do some research for Paul before he gets on the show. Can I tell you a little, little ditty? What? One time, I was supposed to be taking some um, hormones for my menopause. And it's supposed to be ta- done through suppository. But I forgot that they were suppository, so I... By like three days in a row, I was taking them orally. Oh my god! Till I realized that I was supposed to be. Did doing it affect it. you differently? I don't know, but I freaked the fuck out. Did you tell them? I oh, did. Usually, suppositories are like they look like metal objects. What? what metal are you objects? Sw- no, they're not. They don't look like for. metal objects. That's what they're they're encased in. Oh, I think I've put one of those in my <laughs> ass. No way. You know what? People are going to think right now that we are already taking the marijuana infused blueberries, which we're not. I I, I swear to God, I think I put one of those. You put a metal thing in your asshole? (laughs) That's one of the most seriously, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. They're encased in there because they melt very easily. They can't put them all together. They're going to all Maybe stuck together. Maybe that's what's causing all this fucking itchiness yes. down there. You stuck a metal suppository in your ass? I guess so. Oh, my God. Yes, text mom and tell him what a complete dork he is. <laughs> dork? Please. A dork. What else can I say? Has anybody ever done this? I want to talk. Has a- anybody ever stuck can, a wanna- metal concased suppository in their ass without removing the metal casing first? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I want to talk about something that occurred on Saturday as well. Could not I don't even that. know if you fucking remember this. Oh, I was drunk. I got a call I... at <laughs> 5 p.m. from a wasted moot. I don't remember calling you. What? I called you. You don't remember calling me? I thought me? you called me. You called me out of nowhere. You go, hi. I go, hi. What's going on? I'm with David. Who's David? Oh, he's, he's a gay guy I met. <laughs> Okay. I love David. She and I go. Why are you calling me? And she goes, "You, this, you go. You go. I just met. She's so cute. You're gonna love her. I did. She talked. Talk to her. Talk to her. And and I hear in the background it's David going, too much. It's too much. You're going too far right now. <laughs> and I go. And I met Danielle. Danielle. Needless to say, you met 
Danielle, who's adorable, she's so cute. She happened yeah, to be from I, I Chicago. Was like, all right, you so know, she like, always tries is, to set me up. No, this one was like, I want to hear all about your podcast, and I thought, oh, this is like a perfect situation. I, I, I think this is what was going on because I had had a couple shots of tequila. At this she point. Facebook friended me. I couldn't believe it. I was standing right next to her. I told her to do it. Oh, that's why she Facebook. You didn't have a fucking choice. <laughs> she had no choice. There was no follow up conversation. I'm going to check my messages right now see if there was a follow up. I don't think that. that why she, are you wanting her to reach out? You, you, you reach me, out to you her. You told me that she was going to be messaging me. Well, maybe she, maybe she just did. She this did not message. She me. might have just did this to pacify she me. She totally did that. By the way, I'm looking at my messages right now. The last one was that was this is very last minute, but I'm in need of a mime today at two thirty <laughs> in Mid City. <laughs> no way! Is it emergency mime? Emergency. Yeah, I missed that. Missed the boat on that one. Anyway. Okay. All right. So, so by the way, I don't need you to start ho- I, setting me up in a wasted way. It, I didn't. I Could you imagine if I end up going out with this girl though? She's cute. Uh, okay. If what I'm again, uh, this is a uh, tequila haze because what yeah, happened? How do you was, know what the fuck well, she looks it, like? It was pouring rain too. I'm so glad that I did not spend fifty bucks to get my hair blown out to go to a wedding and have it pour on me just walking out of the car, and then the whole thing was supposed to be outside, and they didn't provide a tent. So it was a little rainy there for a while. Oh, shit. It was like rain on a wedding day. Oh. I was singing that a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Under the influence of tequila. Yeah, I'm never drinking tequila again. I say that every time I drink tequila. Um, It was good tequila, though. I'm glad. It was like the kind that you can actually sip and it tastes kind of like caramel mixed with chocolate. Okay, I want to share another update. Oh, no. We've already heard about both your balls and your asshole. This is an amazing update. All right. So I get, I, I, you know, I get, uh, I get some messages, DMs from time to time. It's an, it's an, it's a two way street. It's ingoing and an outgoing yeah. mailbox. Okay. Yeah. Mainly outgoing, but sometimes it's incoming. So, uh, this one's, this, this one is on Instagram. Yeah. This one is from a friend from high school and, uh, she goes, since you're an expert on these things, is it okay to tell a friend that you had a sex dream about them? And so I said, lol, depends who the friend is and what you hope to achieve by telling them that. I thought she was actually it. So I said, I said I've, been, I've been told that before and been flattered. I've also told someone that before and they've been weirded out. <laughs> <laughs> so then she says, well, in that case, I had a sex dream about you. Oh, holy fuck. I said, Lola, I'm flattered as hell. She goes, thank God, much better than you being weirded out. <laughs> and I said, do I get any details? She said, would you like them? I said, hell yes. She said, well, we were out at a restaurant and then we left. It was snowing outside. Why is it always snowing in these dreams? Because she's probably from fucking Chicago. She's from Chicago. And you were telling me that you had to meet up with some people and it was going to take three hours. So if I wanted to hang out later, I had to wait. I was not in the mood to wait. So... I dragged you into a street corner and then you pushed me up against a wall, pulled down my pants and yours, and bam. Bam! That's exactly how it would go down. It would be, a, I pull the pants down, I pull my <laughs> pants down, and then bam. It's it's literally that fast. And it's over. It's, it, <laughs> <laughs> except you, it misses the whole part where, A, I would be shivering like a fucking leaf, especially <laughs> in the cold. In that snow. And B, I would have to have a whole discussion about the STD situation. 
about her birth control. I would have to give her explanation that I have jock itch right now and my asshole is burning from a suppository that took a metal a, screen on it. You pull out a tube and say, can you please apply this to my asshole? If she does, then we can have that sex. That was not part of her sex dream for some reason. I said, lol, pretty epic. And then she said, yes, but then I woke up in cry face. That is fucking hilarious. Unbelievable, right? I love this. Wow. I mean, what's, you, what's what, the deal with sex dreams? Well, I want to ask you, were you flattered by that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I was aroused by it. To, to know oh, someone is a sex aroused. dream about me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, what, I get that. Pretty, anytime someone expresses a sexual desire for me. <laughs> you're aroused. I am totally aroused. That's good. I told you. So that's it. It's like a, it's a mental thing to, to know that you're desirable from, to people. Yeah. So I remember walking down the, you know, when your younger brother was graduating high school. Oh, where is this going? And dad had probably just died. Great. Do you know what one of his friends that played on the baseball team that used to coach him at baseball walks up to me and says, uh. you know, you're so hot. I just want you to know that I masturbate to you all the time. Oh, my God. In person. In person. Wow. I'm walking down the aisle with my son for graduation. Holy fuck. What the hell? That fuck in the inappropriate time. It was. Did it turn you on? Yeah. No. Did it or no? I don't think so. No, I think I was just more like, ew. Why do you think get we away have, from me? Why do we have these sex dreams? No, uh, sex dreams are cool. Why do we have them? Because uh, it's this part of the whole fantasy thing. It, it, my friend once described dreams to me. She, I, she goes, oh, dream interpretation, very easy. I go, what do you mean very easy? She goes, yeah, they're just dreams, like things that you dream of happening. No, like in some way, you're unfulfilled. unfulfilled. Their unconscious wants to experience, to have these experiences so it relives it in your dreams. Yeah, it's unfulfilled and, wishes. And it, you know, then you wonder, well, what about nightmares? And then... She was like, yeah, but sometimes with nightmares, it's it's the fact that it's resolved in a particular way. Or there's like a, you know, I, I was having those, I, we've talked about this on the show. I yeah. was having all those dreams about the, the planes crashing, but it's actually me surviving the plane crash and that, that, that actually. Well, anyway. back to, back to why people feel the need to express to you their, their. Oh, great follow-up mother. Yeah. Why do you think that? Well, probably because that is a, a current desire of theirs. And they just want to let you know. Because I do get these guys even asking me questions on Patreon all the time. Like, do you get off hearing about young guys masturbating to you? And I'm like, no. I really don't get off. But I don't mind it either. If they want to get off to me, who gives a shit? Because guess Especially what? Especially if they're paying me on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother. That's my mother. <laughs> But That's the truth good. of the matter is, like, you know what? Everybody has fantasies. Everybody has to whack off to something. So it's better than whacking off to some disgusting, like, incest porn or something like that. But why you choose to share it with someone? I would never choose. If I had a sex dream with someone, I've had sex dreams about people who I don't want to fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> I choose not to share that with them in the morning because I don't want to lead at any mis-messaging, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So clearly, if she's sharing it, that means that there must be uh, I think she's into a you. remaining situation there. I think it's it goes way back. I, I think it's a good way to express interest in someone. It's kind of like an indirect way of doing that. Well, I just feel for whatever reason that guys would ap- appreciate hearing that more than girls do. Oh, that's probably true. Well, it's probably because it happens more to women than it does for men. 
I literally this boggled my mind the first time I fucking heard someone having a sex dream about me. <laughs> hey, girls out there or guys, you got a sex dream about Cam you want to share? Text, yes, text mom. Yes, text mom. Open to all sex dreams. Not open to dick videos where the fucking person doesn't know how to masturbate. <laughs> oh, man. We, so, this is a this is a whirlwind. We, we didn't even get into talking about death day. And we didn't even get into some of these listener uh, questions. Did you want to talk about death? I wanted to say one thing about death day. So, so my dad's death day, death anniversary came up. Uh, Thirteen years. This past Thursday, Thursday. And again, for your just if you're just listening, um, his dad, my husband, was murdered by a disgruntled employee. Uh, it is uh, back in 2006, May 16th. So we just uh, every year on the thir- on the 16th of May. This is the thirteenth year. Uh, we do a little ceremony of sorts with the, just the immediate family here. And yeah, we we reflect on his life, what he's given us, and uh, what we loved about him. And we talk, and we watch videos sometimes, and or read letters, read letters, his dive journals. Yeah, and they're fucking hilarious. This guy was a perfect clown. Yeah, he basically was Cam on steroids. Um, oh. Well, I Cam would, on steroids. Yeah, I mean, he he. I, I, you, I don't know. I think it's a little different. That different sense of humor. He didn't have as much anxiety as you, but he would still make like a total ass of himself if the opportunity would arise. And I think what we found is that when we were watching the videos and just it, it was always a funny experience making fun of him. He very he was very. It um, was amazing how those videos self-deprecating all, all revolved around what was he going to say or like you know it yeah. was clearly like he was the Pied Piper. Yeah, very funny dude. But when another side effect of watching these videos, by the way, we usually we don't watch these videos because we're not in the same place. But because our family was all in L.A., we decided to get together and watch these videos. I got to see videos of myself at four years old, at 10 years old, at 16 years old. And I learned some shit about myself. What did you learn? That you are an obnoxious little kid? Yeah. (laughs) It's exactly what I learned. You know, this everybody has to find their spiraling, way. Spiraling, mother. What do you mean it's such a spiral? The whole weekend I was spiraling because of those videos. Yes, you were adorable. At four, I was adorable, and then something happened. You My got a little brother pudgy. was born. Oh, your brother was born. You see, I got a little pudgy. <laughs> I thought that's what you're talking about. What the fuck? I no. Love- <laughs> it, what do you think? I got a little. I gained a little weight, and then I got become unlovable. You were very lovable all your life. I don't know what you're talking about. I in those videos. I see that the camera is always directed either at the little cute baby boy that was just born, my little brother. He's so cute. Or the older genius sister. (laughs) And then you would see me grab the fucking lens of the camera and shine it at my face. And start saying, oh, can you see my nostrils? Oh. (laughs) He was talking a British accent. Good day. Good day, Matt. Hello there. Hello, love. Well, I was so up, and you're going. He's so obnoxious, and this eventually changed. I was not saying you're so obnoxious the whole fucking time. You, no, no, today, it literally two no, minutes I'm ago. No, I'm saying you said not, was not during the videos. Not though. during the videos. No, the videos. I thought you were adorable. I'm saying later on, it was just kind of funny that I didn't realize that you had this little quality of trying to get attention. And then I'm like, so the whole weekend, I'm wondering, am I the same? Is that kid still alive in me? That attention-seeking fuck. I think any kid that's second as opposed to first has got to do something to stand out. Well, then I realize 
I don't know. Am I still that same kid? Do no. I have a sex podcast with my mother? Is that not <laughs> calling attention to me in a more explicit, is the most explicit of ways? Anyway, I, I did see that later on in the videos, I kind of leveled out. Later and- on in the videos, you became you. At 16, you're, you're literally making fun of your mother. On the on the videos, I did morph into my father later in the video. You morphed into your dad. Yeah, which is just a, a, a more total... subtle way of of seeking attention, I think. Yeah, by making fun of your mother, making fun of mother, you know, being self deprecating. I think comedy can often just be a way of of shining a spotlight on yourself. But of course, it is. It just felt very uncomfortable to see that. Oh come on, you're just reading too much into it. All right. It's only we only had the camera on when we were on like on vacations and we we're laughing and everything, and so you were just having fun. I think you're way uh, exaggerating that mm-hmm. you were not that obnoxious. You were just cute, you know. Like Got that. me in my head a lot. Couldn't oh. even text my friends that night. What? I started questioning my the jokes I was sending to my friends. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, is this? Oh. Do they all think I'm an obnoxious little fuck as well? No. Can you believe this? I cannot believe it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Those those ten year old videos. I'm sorry. I contributed to your feeling of obnoxious, and you were adorable. You were not at all obnoxious. You were just just wanted to get attention. That's all. I know the attention whore. No, you're everybody in the family. Your sister constantly dancing and singing and and spouting off brilliant lines from different plays and stuff. And your younger brother is the cute as a button because he was so much younger than you. He's like a little. He didn't need anyone's attention. That little fuck. Still rue the day he was born. Oh, you that's bullshit. You, I'm you just kidding. Love I love kid. that little fucker. Yeah. Uh, all right. Wow. Well, just text mom if you've had any kind of feelings if about you got the middle sibling rivalry or if you realize the middle the, child syndrome. The, yeah, the middle child syndrome is different than I'm a firstborn and I don't know. I, I probably uh I just read somewhere that firstborns are more intelligent. <laughs> I love reading something like that. Yeah. Because um, firstborns do more teaching, and teaching makes you more an, of an intelligent person because you're teaching Wait your younger siblings. Hold the fuck on. <laughs> Hold the fuck on. Earlier today, you said, oh, I got something we can talk about. I heard that if you do more teaching <laughs> in your life, you're smarter. And you start <laughs> you start, you start phrasing this in a way that suggests that I'm a good teacher, and that makes I, me yeah. smart. And now it comes out, the reason that stuck with you is because it said the firstborns <laughs> are the ones constantly teaching. You... Little, you, you little sneaky, sneaky mom. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I mean, uh, both. I really believe that you have taught me a lot. And, I cannot believe, and you. that you get more intelligent by the when you teach people things. All right, wonderful. Can we, can we get into this? Is the morning after show where we talk about your listener co- co- <laughs> so responses far, and we comments? Have not had any listener responses or comments. Can we read what Jamie says? Yes. One, I just watched your segment on Tosh.0 and think it was great. I love being able to put faces to the voices I love listening to. And two, my son has Tourette's and I, I don't get upset about too many comments and don't think Karen Lee's comment was super out of line, but I appreciate Cam bringing up it up that it could be offensive. Okay. This so is related I, to you being uh, a little insensitive to people with Tourette's and a couple of but she said it was. Ago. She said it was okay in we, her book. We actually had another comment that said your and kale's this is frank your and kale's discussion of racism at the top of the episode had me laughing out loud at the gym thanks for always bringing me joy and making me look like a weirdo when i work out thank you frank (laughs) so that's another comment in response to the fact that i called you racist and uh prejudiced against disabled people (laughs) insensitive (laughs) yeah 
Oh, man. I just speak my mind. That's all. All right. Well, I don't I don't even know if you consider Tourette's. I call him disabled person, but I don't think that even, yeah. it's even right. Excuse me. Check. Ooh, now you're, now you're, I'm digging you're, myself you're in, digging a, yourself in a little uh, racist grave. Or is it called racism? I don't know. At this point, who gives people? a fuck? Well, right. Let's just treat people with love and call it a day. Yeah. All right. Here's one that says, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I agree with Cam in that I do think there is a layer of acceptance to a movie script of incest to actual incest. My first thought went to porn. In the subgenre of moms teaching sex, bro, brother, stepsister, the list goes on, but it's obviously a scripted thing. At least I hope that's why it's accepted. So this is referring back to uh, where I was saying that with what goes on in Game of Thrones is somehow, I, I don't know, it's and accepted. I was, yeah, it's a, but I was saying it's because everyone knows it's a TV show. I, I guess. I, I don't know. I think it's it was pretty unbelievable. No spoiler alert here that the two... The two are found under a rubble, and they both looked completely intact. Their faces were perfect. Somehow those rocks never, those bricks never hit them in the face. You know what I'm amazed by is I walk in. You can, you tell me I need to come watch Game of Thrones with you. Yeah. So I come in with my friend, and we're 20 minutes late. Yeah. My friend's dawdling. Yeah. And you are sitting there like a little kid with these, like a little kid under the blankets, ready to go. Lights are off. It's you. You could not have been more eager, yeah, and angry that I was late. Yeah, I got these going to me. In five minutes, I'm turning on. Five more minutes, I'm I turning did, on. Why did it have to happen? It literally can. You can watch it. It's not like TV where you have to watch it right when it comes out or you miss it. We it, it were, literally can watch it. We were years waiting. later. We were waiting, and we did not want to get any text from his family members in New York you or anything like that that could have told us any kind of clues of what happened so it was best that we wait and we watch it as soon as possible i know you couldn't put you couldn't put his phone on silent for 20 minutes no these no he and likes you wouldn't phone. even gotten any text until after the air the episode aired anyway so you're over this conversation uh, over the game of thrones mm, no would the, you want to sort that out or no you're bored with that conversation i'm bored with that conversation moving right along uh i think that's about all that I brings us to agenda. the end of the the episode that was it that was it. Well, that would mean that was it. That was almost an hour of, of rant. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I'm starving. Well, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the mushroom fantasies. Oh. Ah. Uh, please, as always, share this with a friend who needs a laugh. And subscribe. Thanks for listening. Bye.